What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Thank you for making me part of your week. In this upcoming episode, the Buffalo Bills beat the Atlanta Falcons. No, it wasn't pretty, but it did clinch them a playoff spot. And also, what is going on with the UB Bulls men's basketball team? All that in this episode, so stick around and let's have some fun. It wasn't pretty, but I'll take it. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sports Talk Buffalo. Coming into this game, the Buffalo Bills were heavy, heavy favorites matched up against the Atlanta Falcons at home. They were favored by 14 and a half points. However, they were going to be going up against a very desperate Atlanta Falcons team fighting for their playoff lives. And though Buffalo won by 14 points in this game, It was far, far from an easy win for the Buffalo Bills this afternoon as they they ended up trailing 15-14 heading into halftime. Now, Buffalo found themselves trailing at home 15-14 going into halftime, but the big story in this game was, of course, the play of Josh Allen. He struggled big time. In this game, statistically, this may have been one of the worst games in Josh Allen's entire, entire career. He was just 11 of 26. That is 42% completion percentage for 120 yards. No touchdowns through the air and three interceptions. Allen threw just his second career red zone interception in this game. Uh, on a play where he rolled out to his right and tried to throw back across his body, a play that we have seen him do multiple times. However, this play gets tipped and intercepted in the end zone and ultimately leads to seven points for the Atlanta Falcons. Allen came back on the very next possession and threw another interception late in the second quarter in which uh, it looked like Cole Beasley just either stopped running on his route, maybe got a little bit of interference on that one. However, Allen throws another interception, and that leads to another three points for the Atlanta Falcons, giving them the lead heading into halftime. So at this point, Josh Allen has thrown two interceptions, leading to 10 points for the Atlanta Falcons. Allen would throw a third interception in this, in the the opening drive of the second half. However, in this game, he showed tremendous grit, determination, mental toughness, and leadership in my opinion. If that's something I'm going to take away from the game, it's it's the leadership, the grit, and the mental toughness. Having thrown three interceptions in this game, he did not try to go above and beyond and, and start playing what we all term hero ball in this game. He didn't, even though he wasn't throwing the ball particularly well in this game, Josh Allen decided he was going to use his legs to help the Buffalo Bills win in this one. And he ended up carrying the ball 15 times for 81 yards and two touchdowns. So even though Josh Allen was not getting it done through the air with his arm, the fact that he has the mobility to be able to help a struggling offense with his legs is something that not many quarterbacks can do and something that Josh Allen decided that if he was not going to beat you with his arm today, he was going to beat you with his leg. 
He didn't play outside of himself. He played within himself. And I thought that even though he struggled passing, he did show tremendous leadership and ended up helping the Bills win, going away by 14 points. And though the Buffalo Bills pass game in this one was not very good, an encouraging sign heading into the playoffs as the Buffalo Bills clinched a playoff spot winning this game is that the run game over the last several weeks has started to come alive and not just Josh Allen running the ball, but the running backs, especially Devin Singletary, have really looked strong as the weeks progress, as we get further into the season. Singletary is really taking control of that uh, RB1 spot for the Buffalo Bills of late. And in this game, he ripped off a a bunch of very good runs. He looked strong. He looked confident. And he ended up finishing this game with an impressive 23 carries, 110 yards, and two touchdowns in this game. He had a fantastic game. He looked great all game long. And he continues to improve seemingly game after game. And he rushes for his second 100-yard game in his career. Also, a great sign heading into the playoffs is that the Buffalo Bills defense continues to be dominant and continues to be one of the best defenses in the entire NFL, bar none. The Bills allow just 265 total yards against them in this game. They also uh, held the Atlanta Falcons to just one of four in the red zone in this game. And the biggest takeaway from this game for me was that hopefully the pass rush is starting to come around at the absolute perfect time for this Buffalo Bills team as they registered five sacks, including four from the defensive line who has struggled to put pressure on quarterbacks all season long. In this game, The defensive line also was in Matt Ryan's face all game long. They registered eight QB hits in this game, a bunch of pressures, and those five sacks. So the defensive line and the Buffalo Bills as a whole played a very, very strong game. I think the most impressive player to me in this game defensively was Harrison Phillips. Now, Phillips finished with four tackles, three QB hits, one sack, and a fumble recovery in this game. He is starting to look like what we all thought he might be when he was a third-round pick a few years ago, and then he injured his knee. He has come back this season, and as this season has progressed, he has looked better and better and better. He's getting into the backfield. He's disrupting the run game. He's pushing his guy back to collapse the pocket and giving other guys an opportunity to sack the quarterback. If you want to look at a play, you look at the one where he collapses the pocket and Greg Rousseau is able to get a strip sack. That's the one where Harrison Phillips ends up recovering the fumble. Fantastic play. Even when he's not getting to the quarterback, he is disruptive. When he's not getting to the running back, he's closing holes. He is playing absolutely fantastic football for the Buffalo Bills. Now winning this game, the Bills get into the playoffs for the third straight season and the fourth season in five for head coach Sean McDermott. And after 17 
long, long years of being a Buffalo Bills fan and seeing them miss out on the playoffs year after year after year. We have been treated to some of the best football that we have seen in literal decades for the Buffalo Bills. I think who who would have thought that when Sean McDermott was hired that you could say that in four of the five years the Buffalo Bills have made the playoffs under this head coach. Just an absolutely fantastic job. The Buffalo Bills have also won 10 games for the third straight season. The only other team in the AFC that has done that is the Kansas City Chiefs, and I believe they have done it for the last seven years. So the Buffalo Bills are in good, good company when it comes to where they are heading As we go further and further on into this season, the Bills are seeming to start to play the brand of football that we all knew they were capable of, and it could not be happening at a more perfect time. As the Buffalo Bills have just one game remaining, if they beat the New York Jets next week, they will be the AFC champs back-to-back years for the first time since the mid-90s and It will just be an absolutely fantastic accomplishment heading into the playoffs for the Buffalo Bills. It will give them a better seating in the playoffs. And it's just a very exciting time to be in Bills Mafia, to be a Buffalo Bills fan. We are in the presence of a good football team for the first time in decades. And it is just absolutely stupendous, fun, exciting, tremendous, whatever other words you can use to describe it. It is just a good time to be a football fan here in Western New York. That's going to do it for this video, guys. Thank you for watching. Remember, if you like what you are watching, hit the subscribe button, give me a thumbs up, and click that notification bell so you guys never miss a video. We talk UB Bulls, men's basketball, and football. We talk Buffalo Bills and Buffalo Sabres. I do videos just about every single week on this page. Thank you guys for watching. Have a fantastic week. They just aren't who we thought they were. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another video of Sports Talk Buffalo. The UB Bulls men's basketball team now sits at just 6-6 and and 0-2 in conference play after their third straight loss as they just dropped their last game 88-76 to the Akron Zips. The loss to the Akron Zips was the second loss in a row in which the Bulls held at least a double-digit lead in this game. At this point, the Bulls had a 14-point lead against the Akron Zips, and they turn around and lose double digits as they lost last week by 10 points to Miami of Ohio after having a double-digit lead in that game also. Now, to start the season, the Bulls were the Mac favorites to win the entire MAC conference out of all of the coaches simply because of the level of talent that is on this team. And UB was being talked about as a potential at-large bid, giving the MAC a two-bid conference potentially um, heading into the season. And as the season rolls along, it is very clear that this team was vastly, vastly overrated, and they have sunk all the way down to 124th in the net rankings. 
to start conference play. UB lost to both Miami of Ohio and the Akron Zips. Both teams rank outside of the top 140 in the net rankings. So just two very bad losses for a team that is supposed to be the MAC favorite. It is not a good look. The UB Bulls should realistically be at least, I mean, eight, have at least eight or nine wins, maybe even 10 wins on the season. And the fact that we are staring dead in the face of a 500 basketball team is just absolutely embarrassing if you understand the level of talent that is on this roster. As I say, the Buffalo has a ton of talent on this roster, which includes three of the four highest-rated recruits to ever come to UB, Jonathan Williams, Ronaldo Segu, and David Skogman sit one, three, and number four in terms of all-time rated recruits to come to UB, and they are in the starting five for the men's basketball team, and somehow we are sitting at six and six. So what seems to be the problem with this University at Bulls men's basketball team? Well, the first problem is that defensively, the Bulls seem to have very difficult time with their rotations. They either over-rotate and they leave a man wide open for a good open look, or they under-rotate and they let they let the guy, the ball, the ball handler, an easy lane to get to the hoop and... Neither of those things the Bulls have seemed to be able to correct. They're either over-rotating or under-rotating. And also on defense, the Bulls seem to uh, lack the ability to really defend the pick and roll as we have seen game and game, game in and game out, game after game. They have struggled in stopping that pick and roll, and it, it seems like Teams are starting to pick up on that. Coaches for other teams are starting to pick up on that. And they are taking advantage of UB's lack of being able to defend that. Another major problem for UB is capitalizing on their free throw attempts as Buffalo from the line hasn't shot over 67% from three from the free throw line under Jim Weitzel in his entire career as a UB Bulls head coach. These free points have potentially cost the Bulls three games this season, three close games this season, one against SFA in which they lost by one point. The Bulls shot just 69% from the free throw line. The second one, they lost on a last-second shot to St. Bonaventure. They lost by three. They shot just 66% from the free throw line. And the third one, they had a one-point loss to Canisius in which they shot just 66% from the free throw line. This is something that needs to change drastically, I think, if the Bulls want to start winning those close games as it is really starting to catch up with them as time goes on. And the third thing that I think is wrong with this team is coaching. Well, I like Jim Weitzel as a coach and as a person. He seems like a fantastic person to have on your staff, a great mentor to a lot of the young guys. I don't believe he is a head, he's not someone who should be a head coach. He is someone that would be an absolutely tremendous assistant coach as he was instrumental in some of the most successful seasons for the University at Buffalo. 
under Nate Oates. However, as the lead guy, he just has not been super successful and his teams have very much underachieved at the University at Buffalo. And under Jim Weitzel, his teams are seemingly constantly underprepared. And this season, it is just catching up with them game after game as their talent is not pulling them out of these these underachieving moments in the game, these sloppy moments in the game, something that it just seems to happen time and time and time again under Jim Weitzel as the head coach. So that in lies the problem. It has got to be a coaching problem as it happens season after season after season that these guys with some of the best talent that UB has ever seen are consistently underperforming. Yet that lays at the co- that lays at the head coach's feet. Overall, honestly, I still think UB has the opportunity if they play to their true potential to be one of the best teams in the Mid-American Conference and to win the Mid-American Conference title. However, they have to go on a big hot streak as the season goes on. They have to give themselves the absolute best opportunity to get to a position in which they have a chance to win that MAC title game and they must clean up these inconsistencies that seemingly happen game after game after game so that they have an opportunity to get back to that MAC title game and they have to play a full 60 minute game that's going to do it for this episode guys remember click subscribe hit that notification bell so you guys never miss a video hit the thumbs up so more people can enjoy this content along with all of the other content that i have on youtube guys remember again subscribe hit the notification bell it does wonders for me and this channel thank you guys for watching Have a fantastic week.